Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 80, The Nature of You, How You and Nature Are One and the Same, with Terry Whiteman and Claudette Dillon. You're tuned in to Changeable with Dr. Amy Johnson. Changeable podcast is all about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey there, welcome back to Changeable. In today's episode, I have two guests. I've only done that, I think, two other times. Two guests today. Claudette Dietlin and Terry Whiteman are my guests, and they are both um, coaches. They both have roles in the Little School of Big Change. Um, I've been really blessed to get to mentor and work with both of them over the last couple years. And it's really cool to see what they're doing together. So Claudette and Terry um, are both nature lovers and they really have seen the connection. Even connection doesn't sound like the right word, but they've seen the oneness in outside nature. That's my phrase for it. <laughs> out, out there in nature, trees and dirt and plants and stuff, animals, weather, and human nature, in here nature, we might say. They they love this topic. I love this topic too, but they've really run with it and they've created a retreat around it and they, they talk about it and they've written about it. And it's really cool to see how exploring nature is just one more way to explore us because we are nature. We aren't part of nature, like we are nature. To really take this extreme, we human beings, I should say it in the way I like to say it, what if, what if we human beings operate by the exact same principles as out there nature does? The only difference, as you'll hear us talk about in this episode, is that we human beings have a brain. That's it. Trees don't have a brain the way we have one anyway. They don't have the ability to think and judge and all of that good stuff. And we do. But what if that truly is the only difference? All of the natural laws apply equally to us. It shows us so much about who we are and how our experience works and what's possible for us and and where we get in our own way sometimes innocently. And how we cannot get in our own way. Again, what's possible in the bigger sense when we see around all of that. So I love this conversation. We explored how so many different principles that we're very familiar with that we know operate in out there nature, how they also show up within us. And yeah, it's just super insightful, a really different, unique way of, of seeing more about who we are. So enjoy this awesome conversation with Claudette and Terry. Hi, Terry and Claudette. Welcome to Changeable. Oh, thanks, Amy. Glad to Hi, be here. Hi, Amy. Thanks Hi, for guys. having us. Yeah, I'm excited to have you both. Um, I love you both and your your coaches that I, I've had the pleasure of working with. And so I, I feel like I know you pretty well. And I love that the two of you are now um, kind of coming together and doing some stuff together. And, you know, when you you told me what you were up to... I knew it would make a great podcast topic and conversation um, because it's it's all about this these laws in a sense principles of out there in the world nature like mother nature we can we can all see that 
and we can say, oh yeah, here's how this works and here's how that tends to work. And we get on board with that. It's a, you know, it's like we learn about this in school. It just looks so obvious and natural. But somehow when it comes to seeing that we are also mother nature, it's not this separate thing. And hey, what if we humans operate by very similar or even the same principles? It's like it kind of throws us for a loop. It's one of those funny things, you know, where it's like so clear and obvious, but at the same time, it's hard for us to see because we look we look, we're us, we're special, we're different, we're not like a tree, you know? So it's such a funny thing, but I loved um, seeing more about, yeah, just the interconnectedness of everything and talking about it here. So I was super excited to hear that you guys are, um, are kind of teaming up and talking about this. So so let's look at that. So um, yeah, so is that how you guys would say it? Like, how, like, does it look to you like the way that outside nature works is kind of exactly the way that human nature works or tell me what you've seen around that. Yeah. Um, when Terry and I first started to talk about this and we started to look a little more deeply into it, I think we were both just really intrigued with how nature, how we are part of, not that we didn't know we are part of nature, but that it's easy to lose sight of that. And it's easy to lose sight that we work really in the same way that nature works. And the the things that apply to nature apply to us too. And the more we looked at it, the more intrigued we became, really. Terry? Yeah, yeah and I think that, I mean, I've always been a nature lover. Um, and since I've been in this conversation, in this three principles conversation, what, like, what I've realized when I am in nature is, like, it's, it's just, I've seen that, oh, I think I love being in nature so much because nature is teaching me what the principles are teaching me or what the principles are pointing to in such a beautiful, um, impersonal way. Like, I think that that is the thing about nature these, all these principles that we're going to be talking about some of today and then in this retreat that we're doing is, is that they're so, uh, for me, obviously observable, the impersonal nature of everything that we talk about in our conversation just happens in nature. And it's, um, it just becomes sort of this blank slate to be able to see all these principles that we talk about come alive because nature doesn't have this complex brain that we have that overrides everything. Yeah, it's so interesting how, I mean, <clears throat> forever people have loved nature. They've been drawn to nature. It's just the most common thing in the world that we feel calmer in nature and more grounded and all these things we say. And to to really kind of, like you said, kind of start to connect those dots a little bit and see, oh, maybe there's a reason for this. Like, well, of course, our mind makes up all these theories. It's not just that there's fresh air and nature is beautiful. <laughs> it's like there's something so much bigger and deeper, perhaps, in that, that we, we're just out and we're less in us. We're awed by all of this around us. And like you said, Terry, we're being, we're, flooded with teachings, subtle teachings of how we work and how it isn't personal and how things grow and let go and 
die and are born and all of that, that I think just on this deep soul level, it does feel like it's this, this classroom without it being a classroom. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one of the things for me that it's easier to see is how life is being lived just effortlessly in nature and really looking at how I do or don't do that um, yeah. has been really helpful for me. Yeah. And you, mentioned, oh, you mentioned, Amy, that, you know, this sense of awe, like, I, I, th- I don't, I don't know. I haven't discovered a, a better way to be in this place of, of awe than in nature. And that's because like, we're in, when you're in nature, you're just surrounded by things that happen that our brains can't explain. You know, I mean, they're, they're bigger than us and it gets you out of your personal mind that's always trying to figure everything out. And just put you in this state where something else takes center stage other than your me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I don't know of another place that happens so effortlessly than in nature. No, the other examples that just popped to my mind, but they're very similar, is like what people say about being present when, when a baby is born or when someone dies. You know, like those also feel in a similar way to being in nature, like these holy experiences that like the word that keeps coming to mind is humble. And it's exactly what you're both pointing to. It's like, me is not here. And that's humility and awe and awesome. Mm-hmm. The other thing too that, um, that, that happens in nature that I wasn't, I wasn't aware of. I just thought, like you said, Amy, I just thought, you know, I, being in nature, it's beautiful. And it definitely, it, it awakens all of your senses. Um, and when you think about like, let's say being in a forest or like, I just came from Mexico, we were at the ocean. Like when you're, when you're around living things versus like your man-made environment, there's something that gets woken up in you. But what's really cool is there's actually, um, like when you're in a forest, you are part of, you become part of the communication system that happens in a forest, you know, trees and, and, and plants, they, they're constantly communicating through, through a lot of ways through their clicking of their root system, but also through the release of these, these chemicals, these, um, um, oh, my mind just went, uh, terpenes, um, which are like essential oils. And they release these and there's all different types of them that they release depending on what kind of message they're wanting to send to. Like if they want to warn trees, like that there's beetles coming or they will release these, these terpenes. And that's how they, that's one of the ways they communicate with, with each other. Well, when a human enters a forest, especially for an extended period of time, like a couple of hours, they've done studies like this is what forest bathing is all about. And they've actually studied what happens in our bodies. And we have receptors for these terpenes. And so we have this release of um, antioxidants and um, anti-cancer properties in our bodies that, that respond to the release of these chemicals. And so, I don't know, for me, it's like, it just, it just reinforces and shows how we are all one and how we're all connected. 
Yeah, I love that. It makes it makes so much sense. And again, it's so cool to think how often forever we're just like, I don't know. I just feel good here. I don't know. I just like it. I don't know. It's just pretty, you know, but, but, but for us to kind of have this sense that we only have a tiny little, tiny little understanding of that. It's so much more than it's just pretty. That's the best our mind can do, but it's like, wow, (laughs) it's because we are this and it's doing so much. Yeah, exactly. So what are some of these, um, I know we had talked about some of these um, different principles that we see in nature, that we're used to looking at in nature, and to kind of look at how they also work in human nature. I think that's really interesting. So one of them that you guys mentioned was um, the path of least resistance. Can you say a little bit about that? Yeah, well, yeah, the path of least resistance, I mean, you can observe that in nature, especially with um, with water. You know, it's always going to take the path of least resistance. And um and the reason why, uh, why that happens in nature is because nature is, is um, like its number one priority is catching energy, catching energy, storing energy, and spending energy. Like it has to be incredibly efficient with that. And so the path of least resistance is a way to um, um, conserve energy. You know, it's in, and, and I equate it to like our, um, our habitual thinking, you know, like all the things, all the things that we do that we don't have to think about, which is a blessing. It's a blessing that our brains in order to be efficient in terms of processing information, um, create patterns. And those patterns are very helpful, like for, or a number of things in your life that you just don't have to think a lot about, right? You just do. Um, and nature does that too. And there's, but then there's also this, this thing at play in nature where we're always, um, we're always, nature is always growing and moving towards thriving. And so sometimes, um, sometimes the, the uh, path of least resistance may not be um, the best use of energy. It may be to kind of hop to another level of growth. And so that kind of gets into another principle. I'll let Claudette add to the path of least resistance and then we can go into the the thriving part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how that is important, I think is what Terry uh, pointed out is that there are times when the path of least resistance really is what feels in myself the right way. And then there are other times when actually, as she was saying, that happens in nature is that it's really not the most beneficial um, path to take. And again, coming back to, I think of my own habitual thinking is that there are some um, habits of thought that I have that are really not very positive, don't lead me down the road that I want to go in. And to, to recognize that is really helpful um, for me in, in realizing that, yeah, that's what minds do is they form um, habits of thinking. And sometimes they really aren't leading me where I want to go. So really looking at at that has been very helpful. Um, 
it's interesting that um that because there's these almost they they seem sort of opposing we want efficiency and not a lot of resistance but then there are times like you guys are saying that it's almost the opposite like we need this big expansion and it doesn't feel easy and like no resistance you know i just i love the um the kind of how it's seems opposed to each other, but it also makes perfect sense that we have a bit of both and how, so if, if a person with their mind is listening to this, trying to see how this applies to us in human life, like our mind wants to make rules about, oh, everything good for me is easy. If it's not easy, it's bad. Or the other way around, I should be struggling more. I should be growing, you know? And, and I love, again, like just, just to see like you guys do, like use nature to teach us about ourselves. Look, you get a little bit of everything and it's all okay. And there's a time and season for all of it. Yeah. Right. Well, and it's all part of the flow experience. And when, when you think about what salmon do, I mean, they swim upstream to, to, to lay their eggs. I mean, that's not the path of least resistance swimming upstream, but yeah. why are they like called to do it? Like, why do they have this drive yeah. in them to do it? It's to procreate. I mean, it's, that's about expansion. Mm-hmm. And, and the same with us, you know, there are times I know times in my life where, um, I know what the right way for me to go or what's right for me is not easy, is not the path, seemingly the path of least resistance. It's hard. It's a struggle. It's a learning curve. It's, you know, it's towards that expansion um, piece and that growth. So really looking at nature helps, for me, really helps me see that um, where I am, what I'm doing is like, oh, yeah, this makes sense, as you were saying, Amy. You know, it's the both and. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love um, what what you guys said as well around um, early, when we spoke earlier around, um, it's not not so much good and bad, reward and punishment, that mm-hmm. type of thing in nature. It's just all feedback. And man, that's oh, huge. It's huge, so huge. Huge one for us humans to it see. Because when I, when I heard that from you, like last week, yeah. you know, I thought it just really struck me how much my mind still wants to reward me for the good, like, like the universe is rewarding me for yes. being a good person or punishing me for this. And you don't even realize how much we're aware of that, I think. But then when you look in nature, it's so mm-hmm. obvious there. So yeah, say a little more about that. Yeah. And actually, that's one of the things that has really struck me is that nature is not judging um, its experience, you know, and, and yet, uh, you know, we as human beings, at least I do, I seem to judge everything, you know, good, bad, right, wrong, I should have done this better, blah, 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 blah. And yet, the other thing I see with nature is that it accepts what is. And, and what I seem to be seeing more of is that it also takes advantage of whatever it can in that circumstance. Um, you know, I was, I was watching on the news about the fires in Australia, and there are parts, um, plants that are already starting to come back. There's already starting to be new life. And um, 
I don't, you know, nature doesn't judge a fire, a forest fire coming through as good or bad or poor me. You know, why did it happen to me? And yet as human beings, we do that all the time. And um, yeah, so, so really seeing for me that meeting experience or meeting life as it comes to me um, and not trying to always judge or change my experience or think I should be having a different one. That's been a big one for me. So, yeah, it is. It's the impersonal, uh, impersonal nature of nature is there's just so much to see in that. I mean, when, when a, a, a plant or a tree releases these chemicals, uh, to warn other trees of a, a possible predators, um, it, it's not like saying, "Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna release it to that group of trees over there because they really ticked me off last <laughs> week." You know, there's yeah. there's no personal agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of um, what 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 had you what had you asked about? Oh, um, feedback mechanisms. Yeah. Um, so many of the feedback mechanisms that are in nature are all about energy. Um, and so when, when um, you know, a, a plant or a, a tree in nature is, um, is, for instance, like when, when, it, when it is releasing, it has been releasing cert, certain chemicals, certain terpenes because of, of let's say, a beetle um, problem. Um, and then somehow that beetle gets wiped out and it's no longer a problem. Like the tree knows not to release that defense mechanism anymore because it's using energy that it doesn't need. So that's the feedback mechanism is always about energy where, you know, with us, because our little brains get involved, you know, we, we hold on to things. We hold on to our defense mechanisms that maybe we needed them. 20 years ago for something, I don't know. And then yet we're still using them. And it really, I mean, when it comes down to it, so, so much of it is um, like when we were talking about the, um, the paradox of the path of least resistance versus this, this, this push to always thrive. I think somehow, somehow that, that pivot point does have to do with with energy and the amount of energy we're spending, like when we're in a thought pattern or a habit that's, um, that's actually, that's costing us way more energy than it's saving us, then that's the time to, um, to, you know, maybe push up against, um, you know, have some resistance and feel, you feel yourself pushing up against some edges in order to grow and to expand so that, so that you are, um, you're, you're back to using your energy more efficiently, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really, um, <clears throat> it really just hits home. Like the only thing that's different between us and nature is we just have this brain and yeah. everything we're yeah. talking about, know. you know, really, I mean, yeah. everything we're talking about mm-hmm. comes down to having a brain yeah. and the ability to think. And yeah. And that's a beautiful thing. Like it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's why we don't want to be a tree. We want to be a human being and have this experience. And I love how conversations like this just show us we get the best of both worlds. We can, yeah. we can be a human yeah. and have a brain. All, mm-hmm. we, all we need to do, we don't even need to, but 
but it takes us to a next level to just have an understanding of, oh, I'm judging this because I have a brain, not because it's true or important to me or any of that even. My brain is doing that. Then it's so cool because then it's like we get to look toward everything you guys are talking about, these big picture things and the connectedness and beauty and everything and have and feel the separation and the judgment and that's okay. Yeah, and it's just because yeah, once you understand the game, yeah, <laughs> it's easier yeah. to play it. Right, right. And and looking at nature is really one more way in which we get to see what seems to be true. You know, another glimpse into what seems to be the way it works. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for me that's that I find it really affirming. You know, it's like, oh, I I can let go a little bit more, I can trust a little bit more. Um, because I, I see that it is impersonal and it is universal, you know, it is a principle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one of the other, probably maybe the most observable, I don't know, um, principles is just, you know, the whole, um, uh, the whole, the principle of just, um, um, seasons and rhythms I mean you see it right now right you know we're yeah. I, we're in the mid we're, we're in the midwest Claudette's not but you guys have deciduous trees right that have right. lost their leaves and sure. mm-hmm. um and and that's just where we are and like mm-hmm. you know I have no doubt in my mind that this maple tree I'm looking at um in a couple months is going to be sprouting leaves and be green again like you know I have no doubt in that and we have so much trust in the cycles and rhythms of nature. Um, and they do too. Mm-hmm. That tree's not freaking out either. I'm guaranteed. <laughs> um, and yep. yet we, you know, we, we don't see, we don't always see that with us. You know, we don't always see like these rhythms and cycles that we go through and, you know, and maybe it's time for something new. Maybe it's time to let go of something. Maybe it's time to, to, to close a chapter and open a new one in our lives. However that looks. And I think like we know that, like, I think we know when it's time for that. And if we're, you know, and if we don't do it, it's only because we've got our brains that are saying, well, what if, and I don't know what this is going to look like. And what about this? And what about that? And we just, you know, we just don't, don't, don't necessarily always honor um, our own rhythms that we feel in our life. And, and again, it's only because our brains get in there and think that they know better. Yeah, and I, that that's actually a wonderful example, um, Terry, about, you know, honoring. I was thinking about this the other day when I was at the gym. You know, there are some days where I have a lot of energy and I can do a full workout and feel energized. And there are other days when, for seemingly no reason at all, you know, I have very little energy. And I, you know, I pat myself on the back that I even got myself there. Um, so, you know, really honoring the ebbs and flows, um, rather than just always pushing through, you know, like, like habitually I've done for much of my life and, and nature doesn't do that. You know, nature honors, you know, when it's, when it's snowing or whatever the seasons are, you know, it's in tune with that. It's not trying to grow bulbs and push it through the snow necessarily, you know, in January, you know? Yeah. yeah. I love when we, when we as humans listening to this get to kind of flip that and then and see, 
Okay, so what that's telling us is anytime we're judging, anytime we're fighting, anytime we're wondering, oh no, have I lost it? Does this mean I'll never have energy for a workout again? Or does this mean I'll never get out of this feeling? Or it's never going to feel like spring in my life again? It's like perpetual winter, you know? Like, (laughs) And and we all go through all of that. I mean, but literally anytime we're in that, that's just showing us again, we're just in that thinking, judging mind. Mm -hmm. Like I I just love, you know, like what a tree wonder this. Like, you know, yeah. what a bulb wonder right. this? No. Right. And so with no judgment on us for then wondering that, that's mm-hmm. when we get to sit back and say, oh, it's so interesting being a human, isn't mm-hmm. it? Look what I'm doing to myself. Look what, look what I'm feeling yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. I love that question. You know, would a tree be, be thinking this? <laughs> you know, would a tree be worrying about, oh my gosh, is it ever going to be spring again? You know? Yeah. 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 Have you guys ever seen this show? I think it's on Netflix. Um, I think, and I don't know. I think it's called One Strange Rock or This Strange Rock or something like this. Um, Will Smith hosts it. He's like the narrator of it. Um, but it is, it's a series I haven't seen it in like over a year, but um, about this planet. And, and it's from the perspective of um, astronauts. People who, so people who have seen it at a perspective that we've never seen it at, which is so fascinating. So these astronauts talk about Mm -hmm. what they see about how it's all interconnected and how it is from the perspective that we've never had. And it's just making me think of it in this conversation Mm -hmm. because it's always, it's always that, you know, it's like, even for us looking out at nature, we see nature at a different perspective. Now we do say, oh no, these fires shouldn't be happening and my my magnolia tree shouldn't have that disease and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But but we're less we're less concerned because we kind of like you're saying, you know, we kind of intuitively know nature's got it, nature restores itself. And all that is is a different perspective. When it's us, we only see ourselves from within our own little heads. <laughs> so again, nothing's different, but the perspective is just so different. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I actually wrote that. I think you mentioned that, Amy, that show back, um, gosh, yeah, last year when, I, when we were up in Michigan and I have it yeah. written in my notebook. Yeah. So now that you've mentioned it again, I'll have to go back and watch it. I don't think there's any new episodes, but it, I just loved the, um, so I think it's a little bit older, but I love the the idea of that, you know, like I have a picture of planet earth on my wall just because I love, like, it's just such a reminder. It's everything wow. you're talking about, you know, it's like to be able yeah. to look and say, oh, that's right. We're mm-hmm. spinning on a, in a rock through outer space right now. I think I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really have to worry yeah. about that thing I have this afternoon or whatever. Yeah. 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 So cool. Right. And just, it brings me back to what I love about this conversation is just really being reminded of the impersonal nature of it and giving me a perspective of, oh, I don't, it, it's not all about me. You know, it's not that that thing that happened is so tragic, yeah. you know, or how I label it, that maybe there is a different perspective to this, a larger view. Um, so it's a continual reminder for me, really, to to take that step back to zoom out. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. And, you know, I wanted to say, too, Amy, that since Claudette and I, um, I don't know, we've, we've started, we've been in this conversation planning this for a couple months now. And, and so I have been 
Um, I actually took a took a day trip to this park that we're going to have have it at and, and did some hiking there. I just wanted to become more familiar with the park. And um, I find myself when I am in nature, because um, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to like, I want this to be helpful for people. Like mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I, I don't want it to just to, like, it, you know, if it's just a good idea. Oh yeah, nature's pretty and feels good. Um, like that's not very helpful, but you know, so I sort of have put myself to the test, like in, in, in really observing these things in nature, like the path of least resistance and the feedback mechanisms and the impersonal nature of nature and, um, and the cycles and the rhythms and how everything, how everything in nature is fed through its root system and, um, just all the things that we're going to be talking about, like, I have found it to be incredibly helpful for me mm-hmm. and to look at life through that lens. I've just, I've found for myself since Claudette and I have really been sort of diving into this, that life just feels a little bit more gentle and a little bit more organic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't mean that obviously that, you know, my thinking and my head doesn't get back into the game, you know, a, a lot. Uh, but it just, just seeing seeing things through the lens of how nature works, it's it it's it makes a difference. It really does. It has for me. It, and it has for me too. Um, I've had a little bit different take on it. And I use just just using different words, but really seeing how I'm being lived by life all the time, um, and it's it's. Stunning to me to see how little is up to me to do. That really, if I, you know, just relax and and allow life um, to live me, I'm moved where I need to go. I'm given uh, what I need, just like nature. You know, trees don't move around to find, you know, better soil, Um, you know. That's awesome. So yeah. tell us a little bit more about this event. It sounds so good. Well, it's going to, so it's, uh, it's um, March 13th through the 15th. Uh-huh. Correct me if I get the details yeah. wrong. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and uh, it's at a state park in Indiana called Turkey Run State Park. And it's, um, it's a really, really cool state park. It's, it's, it's very different for this part of the country. And um, it's got some incredible uh, canyons that actually have the same ecosystem that they had like 15,000 years ago. So like when you go hiking in these canyons, I don't know, for me, there's something about being in old growth that puts things in perspective. And, um, and then there's, there's a beautiful in there that, uh, so the, uh, people that come to the retreat can book their rooms and stay at the inn. And then the, the actual retreat's being held in um, a little house that's right there in the park. So it overlooks nature with a cozy little fireplace. And um, so we'll be sitting in inside talking about some of these principles and then have a lot of breaks. And I mean, if somebody really wants to go hiking and, and um, there's some incredible hikes there, and if you just want to step outside the front door and step into nature and just observe the principles that we'll be talking about in the re- retreat, that's right there too. Yeah, yeah. And what, what I haven't been there, um, but what I love about 
this in the way and where we're having it is that it's really easy to be in nature um, without having to, you know, to, to hike or to be a real outdoors person. Um, so for those folks who, who are interested in exploring this more deeply, but aren't necessarily, you know, wanting to be out, um, in nature 24 seven, you know, you don't have to do that to get the benefit of it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It sounds like, it sounds incredible. It's such a great, great combination of, you know, just having, exploring all this, having some insights into who we really are and then, and then experiencing it in different ways. That's it. That's what we wanted is to be able to, um, you know, to, to talk about this and then to go out in nature and see it demonstrated in nature and then come back and talk about, you know, talk about that. Mm -hmm. And, um, knowing the whole time we're there that our, our, our receptors are going to be picking up these chemicals and these terpenes. So there's all the good feelings that come with that too. And, and, uh, and I, I, and I also just think when, like when you're in nature, it, I don't know, there's just something that happens where, where we slow down to the speed of nature, to the speed of life, which is a yeah, totally right. different speed than we're used to going, right. going um, at. And I think that there's a lot of benefit in that. Right. And that's one of the things we'll also be exploring is really what what is the speed of life, you know, yeah. and and how when how and when are we in tune with that and how and when are we not? And what is that for us to, to take a look at? So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Great. Well, I'll um I'll share a link to the event if people want to see more about it. But either way, I know this conversation has been so helpful for people. I just love um, you know, just these different pathways in. It's like different yeah. topics, different ways of observing the connectedness and how everything, you know, life is so so much simpler than it yeah. seems. And this conversation for mm-hmm. me really kind of reminds me that like, oh yeah, man, it's just so simple. So thank you yeah. so much for this. I, lo- I love it. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you, Amy. Thank, thank you for uh, allowing us to talk about it. We're both pretty excited about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's sure. great. Thanks guys. Good, thanks. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Changeable. If you enjoy this podcast, please let me know by subscribing or maybe even considering leaving a review iTunes reviews are so valuable in helping other people who need change to find their way here. I'll talk to you next week.